0: Hi, folks. This is Voss here from the Chris Voss Show.com. Hey, we're coming here with another great podcast, another podcast. Who saw that coming? Anyway, guys, we have a most excellent guest and author on today. Why do we keep coming up with these awesome author guests? We go to the Google machine, we type in awesome author guests with awesome books that will expand your mind and make you look more sexy. And these guys just pop up and we go, Hey, you want to come on the Chris Voss show? And they go, Yeah, that sounds like a good idea. And I'm not sure why I have a Mickey Mouse voice. Anyway, it sounded good in my head before I told the joke. Anyway, guys, go to see the video version of this at youtube.com. That's Chris Voss. The things I make up on the fly. Go to all of the wonderful, glorious, glittery places of social media that you can go see all the groups that we're in. There's four or five groups on uh, Facebook, there's two on LinkedIn. There's- There's Instagram, several different things on Instagram, and all that good stuff. You can uh, follow and see us there, and you can see us on Clubhouse now. We're holding court there a lot of nights and everything else. Uh, The author we have on today is the author of an incredible book, Seven Ways to Manage Pain with CBD, A Total Newbie's Guide to Understanding CBD Basics, Combating Pain, Using it in multiple forms and finding a better quality of life apart from opioid, op, op, op. <laughs> opioid use. I'll, I, I just, I'm going to learn to talk one of these days. His name, the author, you may have heard of him, David Anthony Schrader, is a chronic pain survivor. He helps chronic pain sufferers live. He is one of the nation's foremost advocates for the use of cannabinoid that's uh or cannabinol, cbd i do that's why i call it cbd that's what the kids call it for therapeutic pain management yeah. david is an autodictatic expert of cbd out of personal necessity after struggling for 45 years with long periods of chronic pain david stumbled upon a cbd pain stick which led the way to his immersive quest in the cbd arena welcome to the show david how are you I am good. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you. I love your opening. Thank you. I I give it the whole thing. I was actually going to do a joke on your bio. After struggling for 45 years with long periods of chronic pain, he got divorced. But that would be a joke. (laughs) I'm just kidding. But I I think it it was just so funny I couldn't leave that joke behind. Welcome to the show. Give us a plugs so people can find you on the interweb.
1: The website is the... CBD writer, like a writer. Uh, you can buy the book there. You can find it on Amazon, Barnes and & Noble,
0: and walmart.com. There you go, walmart.com. That's got to be a good place to be right there. Yeah, yeah, got to love that. So give us a, I, I gave a little bit of a way as to, as to why you wrote this book, but let's uh, hear from you. Like you said, you know, I, I've suffered
1: from chronic pain most of my life. Basically, when I was around five, the doctors said I was hyperactive and put me on Ritalin. And my problem is I had so much energy that I I could just pretty much outlast anybody. Your mom loved you, I'm sure. Yo, my gosh, you wouldn't (laughs) believe the things that she went through. And the thing about being hyperactive is, though, you need high octane activities to scrub off some of that energy. And I'm talking about hiking is okay, but mountain biking, BMXing, down here slalom boarding, martial arts, you name it, I pretty much did it. And I did it full blast. The problem with doing all of those activities, you acquire a lot of injuries. And so, and then on top of that, I drove a a commercial bus for 10 years for RTD in Los Angeles. Mm
2: -hmm. And
1: in those 10 years, I did 700,000 miles and my whole right leg was repetitive use injury. Oh, wow. And so all of these injuries that I've acquired over the years, they always come back. They don't seem to heal. Hmm. And I had one injury where I was putting one of my daughters to bed and I'm tickling and playing and having fun and no daddy, no daddy. And as my hand is coming down, a little foot is coming up and they connect at the right time. And I actually saw stars. Oh, yeah. That injury lasted for 10 years.
0: And Did she is jam crazy. your thumb or a hand or something?
1: The whole thumb, the whole thumb socket, just oh. all the way up the wrist. It just, oh. and I literally, I saw sparkles for 10 minutes. I just, it was such, such pain. And mm. even now, if I use it a lot, it aggravates. Mm. I, and all of these injuries, they still seem to come back and say hi from time to time. And all of this is pre-CBD. And one day, I... When I lived in Los Angeles, I lived in California most of my life. Fairly well connected to a lot of manufacturers of cannabis and CBD products. And somebody offered me a CBD pain stick. I I have what I call pain events. So you've heard of catastrophic, catastrophic events, economic events. I have what I call pain events. And I was in one of those events and I pretty much looked like I was a robot. My neck and my shoulder were stiff. And I'm like, hey everybody, how are you? But I can't turn, I can't move my neck. And this guy, he gives me this pain stick and said, here, why don't you try this? And and I, well, what is this? It, it, it's a CBD pain stick and it will help get some CBD into there and help reduce the inflammation. I looked at it and I thought, <laughs> i 've tried everything under the sun ben gay dragon rub ice, every, every including legal and non legal narcotics mm-hmm. i 've pretty much have tried everything to manage pain over the years, at least during my life, my adult lifetime mm-hmm. and I took this pain stick, I laughed at first, I thought it was a joke, and i said okay i 'll give it a try and I rub it on, and in fifteen minutes i 'm from like this to, oh, wait a minute, I feel something. Within about 35 to 45 minutes, I was like, hey, okay, I'm still in pain, but on a scale of one to 10, I'm down from a nine to probably about a seven. And it was noticeable enough that I could actually move without that sharp jabbing pain in my neck. And that was my first introduction. And so now for all of my pain issues, I've, I have a closet full of CBD products because people just send it to me all the time. <laughs> and so I, I have suffered from pain. My first injury was at the age of seven, riding down a hill, my little banana bike. I hit a rock and poof, hurt my shoulder. I've had shoulder problems all my life. And it was only a couple of years ago that I realized that that shoulder problem Extended all the way back to from when I was seven years old. Wow. And all, I've always had, you know, like sometimes it clicks when I move or I'm exercising. Winter times in Texas, I just moved to Texas in 2018, 2019, excuse me. Winter is not nice on injuries.
0: Yeah. At Under all. Our exes. All my exes live in Texas. <laughs>
1: <sure>. <laughs> yes, exactly. Mine doesn't, thank God. Oh, well, there you go. And <laughs> yeah, really, huh? <laughs> So i that's my story is I, I, I've i always, even though now that I'm, I'm 57,
2: mm-hmm.
1: I'm still hyperactive.
2: Really? I There's, still wow. need
1: activities to to hold me to doing something so that I'm just not bouncing off the walls. Because if I'm not doing something, I'm an old man bouncing off the walls like a kid.
0: Yeah. Waiter, all I have what he's drinking. I'm 53, man. I have to take five naps a day and then sleep eight hours wait that doesn't add up right no it's more like it's more like one to two naps i'm not even sure i'm sleeping anymore at this point at 53 i think i'm just napping the whole time like some wow. of the other day they're like do you ever like fully sleep and i'm like no it's pretty much just four hour naps and i just i just keep taking naps i lot, i lose all track of time it's friday it's it's monday right no that's <laughs> that's pretty interesting my my brother was add and it was it was a challenge for him and the family. He had a lot of issues. He was a monster of a child, not only in behavior but in a d d and we, He was one of the kids when you had to walk around the 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 block you had to have him on a leash, and it seems mean, but it was actually to keep him running into traffic like my job when we were out playing in the front yard my mom's like, you have to make sure he doesn't run into the traffic, and I'm like. What if I turn the other way? Though? So I, yeah. I I I know that ADD you're talking about to exercise him. We used to just taking time behind the car, like national that uh, vacation movie. And my mom would just drive slowly up and down the street, get him to jog that sort of thing. We didn't really do that. Wow. That's a joke. That's a joke. People don't call CPS on me. But no, I know that sort of energy. I wish I had it at your age. Oh my gosh. I it's- you know I'm.
1: It's a think? pain in the backside sometimes because if I want to sit still and watch something, I'm fidgeting. I'm, really?
2: moving.
1: I'm bouncing. I've got to get up and do something. So I did find a, a cool pastime now. I, I bought a, a used fishing boat for 300 bucks. There you go. And so I put my time into trying to restore it and sanding mm-hmm. it and fixing it. Mm-hmm. That takes my energy. It takes my time. And, and it actually gives me peace, believe it or not, mm. so that's an interesting path so it's made.
0: if you can find something that does that that gives you some some sort of methodical peace yeah. like for me it's mostly mass murder <laughs> um, you know.
1: i haven't got there yet
0: it's it's mostly on call of duty on video games, but there's some sort of there's some sort of thing that comes over me, but yeah, at my age you you just take some of this and you snort oh. It no you don't do that yeah really. um, i couldn't do that stuff i I would be woo. <laughs> you Hyperactive know i would not be hyper for me. Olive, can you give me a blood, what's that stuff that they, anyway, let's get, let's get talking to your book and stuff. My mom's a big fan of your book already. The book came in yesterday. She loves CBD. She's got one titanium replacement need. She needs to get the other one done. It's, It's down to bone. The only reason she hasn't gotten it done this year is because of COVID. And so she's just suffering. She likes CBD. I've shared with her some of my edibles, but she does not like edibles. It's uh, partially because they make you pee all the time, which is oh wow, not cool if you're trying to sleep. And it just doesn't jive with her for some reason. I don't know why. Maybe she needs to take more. But she loves the CBD. And so she grabbed your book, and she she's marked it all up here. So she's she's your biggest fan right now, uh, at least here.
1: <laughs> wow. Nice. That's cool.
0: Yeah. Uh, let's talk about some of the you, – you have seven ways to manage pain. Should we start with the seven ways? or sure. I think you have a disclosure you want to talk about, though, first, don't you?
1: So there, yes, one of the things that I, I, I want to point out to people, because a lot of people, they, they come into the gas station, they go and they buy a bottle of CBD and they just start taking it and they don't stop to think about, okay, what am I buying? Where am I buying it from? And what could it do to me? And so one of the most important things about CBD that, that people don't know is that CBD doesn't always play nice with prescribed medications. So I want you to think of your liver as as a castle back in the 1500s, and it's surrounded by a moat. And that that castle's got a little drawbridge. Mm
2: -hmm. And
1: so the king can come back and forth, the people can come back and forth. Your liver is like that drawbridge, Mm -hmm. that castle. So if you're taking prescribed medications and you're also taking CBD, your liver may stop or the CBD may tell the liver, stop processing and then the toxicity of those drugs that you take then build up into your bloodstream. Mm. And if that toxicity is not dealt with, there are occurrences of damage that can happen to your eyes, to your heart, to your liver itself, to your brain. And if you have too much toxicity, you could actually end up dying. Yeah. So that's the first thing. The second thing is you want to make sure that you don't have any adverse reactions to CBD when you first try it. There are some, what is it called, that you, allergic reactions. You may have an allergic reaction sometimes. The other thing is, if you take it, if you take too much, you might feel drowsy. Mm-hmm. And that might not be a bad thing if you if you have insomnia. And there are some sleep medications that use a high dose of CBD to help knock you out. Another one is if you take too much, you might have some dry mouth. As if you were using cannabis, if you sat down and you were smoking cannabis and getting high, you get cotton mouth. Too much CBD might give some people some dry mouth. Mm-hmm. That's one of the other things that can happen. And if you take too much oil, one of the bad things is having to run to the bathroom a lot and have runny stools which is not fun but other than that if you as long as you talk to your doctor or talk to a cannabis doctor a doctor oh. who understands medical interactions with CBD mm-hmm. then you should do pretty well but mm-hmm. not all medications play nice with CBD
0: there you go so that's important in my castle I used to keep in the moat vodka that was uh... <laughs> That's what I used you were telling to be in the liver mode. Yeah. Yes. that used to be a, that used to be the thing. So, seven ways to manage pain. Do you want to do you want to touch on the cannabinoid sensory things that we have in our body first? Okay, you want to get so, to that later, maybe.
2: Okay. No, we can
1: talk about that. So, mm-hmm. why? So, the question is, what is it about CBD and cannabis and all the, the, the cannabinoids? Why do they impact our body? So, our body has what's called the endocannabinoid system. Okay, so let me explain it to you in a way that you can visualize it. I want you to think of your car. Okay, a car is made up of various systems, right? You've got the heating and air conditioning system. You've got the steering system, the braking system. You've got a computer system. You have all these systems that make up the car. But if you have if you're missing one thing in that car, your car will not function. It's called the wiring harness. That wiring harness connects to the battery, which is the car's life. It connects to the computer, which is the car's brain. And then it connects to all of the, the electronical components so that those components can function. And then it also attaches to what are called sensors. What do those sensors do? Those sensors report information back to the computer's brain, letting it know what's going on in your car. So let's say your tire is going low. Dummy light comes on and says, hey, check your, your, check your tires. Or uh, a light might come on and say, check your oil. Or that it's time to be serviced. right? So these are the sensors that are inside the car. Now, if we take that wiring harness, and if we lay it on our body, we connect it to our computer, the brain. We connect it to our heart, the battery. And then we connect it to all of the organs in our body and the epidermis, our skin, which has what are called CD receptors, CD receptor one, CD receptor two. They're like the car's sensors. And between these receptors in the brain, there, there's a, it's a signaling system. And then this system causes your brain to release chemicals. So think of it this way. Your brain has a science lab. And inside that science lab, you have the best scientists on the face of this planet. And they have one function. And that is to monitor you every minute of every day until the day you die. So for instance, when you're out running and you get that runner's high, your brain, what is it doing? It's releasing endorphins, right? Let's say you win the the lottery and you've got this, oh yeah, you've got that excitement. You've got that bliss. The brain is releasing a, a, a cannabinoid called Anandamide. Well, anandamide, they call it the the bliss molecule. In the cannabis plant, we have a cannabinoid called THC. THC and anandamide are almost identical, except THC uh, produces a euphoria. The anandamide doesn't. Mm. And so these scientists, they monitor you all, every section of your life, and they're releasing these these cannabinoids, these chemicals. And then these chemicals are released through your body. And Dr. David Allen, who wrote the foreword for my book, talks about them being like antenna. And so the antenna receives the waves from the radio waves, right? When they come in, they attach to the antenna. They attach to the receptor, which then creates a reaction, okay? So that endocannabinoid system operates all of these chemicals that are released through your body. And the funny thing is we have on this earth, two plants, cannabis and hemp that have similar chemical compound compounds to that of which the brain releases. And so when you take those chemical compounds from those plants like CBD and enter them into the body, they cause and produce certain effects. So, the big thing about CBD is it's anti-inflammatory. Mm. So that's good for people who see, I've suffered from pain. Now I can't talk about anxiety. I can't talk about Parkinson's. I can't talk about schizophrenia and seizures, but I can talk about pain and how it impacts pain. And so when you take that CBD, whether orally as, as, a, as a suppository or as a topical, what you're doing is you're, you're putting an anti-inflammatory into your body And it goes to that area and it starts to get, it begins to work on that area and reduce the inflammation. So it's a pretty powerful plant, these two plants. I don't know why, for the last 70 years, we decided to make these plants illegal, where there's 6,000 years of recorded history. And those whole 6,000 years, the cannabis plant and the hemp plant have been used for a variety of things. And there's about a hundred different illnesses up until the 1930s that cannabis was used to help relieve those symptoms. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's the endocannabinoid system in a nutshell. That's a long explanation.
0: But... Yeah, but it's, it's important. I think we're plant eaters at the very core of our DNA. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's why we just have that, that mapping with the, with the thing. And it's really natural too. And I, 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 the one reason I think that they made pot illegal and stuff is when I started taking it, I literally, I used to be going through tons of acetaminophen, you know, Tylenol. Mm-hmm. for And they're for done it. that. Yep. Yep. Yeah. And I started taking, when they recognize they made legal recreate pot in Vegas, I started taking that instead of drinking and man, it was so good for my body, healing it, recovering, no hangovers in the morning for the body. Yes. And one day after six months, I went into my bathroom and I opened the little thing there in the bathroom. And I'm like, oh, there's Tylenol in here. I haven't seen you in six months. And I was like, so that's why it's illegal. (laughs) Somebody's got competition from all that stuff. so You can't
1: patent the plant.
0: Yeah, you can't. You can't patent
1: the plant. So if you can't patent it, then we make it illegal so that now we create new customers to take our, our new product because we don't want you to use that cannabis stuff. That's pooping, mm.
0: and it's more dangerous to your liver. Seven ways to manage pain. Sorry, I took <laughs> you on that side road, but I thought it was important because I used to be one of those people who my friends would be like, "It really helps," and I'd be like, "Yeah, you? Okay, okay, I got you. Yeah, sure. I'm gonna just stick with my vodka." And I was like, "If it if it works for you, you just be okay." So I want people to know that lay that foundation, if you will. So.
1: So there are, there are the seven ways, and this is not all inclusive. So I, I, what I did is I boiled down to the seven things that, that you can use to incorporate CBD into your body. One is, is oil, right? You you take things orally that would be like oil tinctures, gummies, capsules. That's one way of, of taking it. Another way is, is under your tongue uh, as a sublingual. So what happens, the difference between taking something orally and putting it under your tongue is when you take it orally, it goes through the whole digestive system and then it processes through the liver, and that can take up to two hours for that to, to go through. Whereas if you take it as, as a sublingual, what happens is the, the membranes underneath your tongue, you've got these blood membranes that are right there. You put in some tinctures right there, and it literally sucks it's almost like a straw it it literally starts to suck it up and you get the impact like within 15 minutes because it's getting put right into the bloodstream almost immediately
0: i do that with b vitamins
1: yes oh absolutely that's that's the best way Mm. another way is using suppositories (laughs) it's the same as i know i know it's
2: i do
0: that with b vitamins too
1: the reason why suppositories work so well is it's because it's just, I know, Sometimes I'm with I you. I use
0: myself with my jokes.
1: Yes. Inside your, your, your lower colon, it's, it's all blood vessels, right? So when you stick that suppository in there, it's the same thing as being underneath the tongue. It immediately gets introduced into the bloodstream as soon as that little capsule melts, okay? Yeah. Another method is, and this could probably go under oral, but yeah. I put it as its own, and it would be CBD isolate. Mm -hmm. CBD isolate basically are pure little white crystals where everything from the plant has been sucked out and all you have left are these little CBD crystals. And the beautiful thing about these crystals is you can put it in your shakes. You can put it on your food. You can mix it into almost anything, but then on top of that, you can mix it into a variety of things and consume it that way. So that's that's another one that I talk about uh, in the book. What else is, there? okay, topicals. We talked about topicals. So another beautiful thing about topicals is for me, I, fighting pain, I try to fight it as as a multiple front war. <clears throat> Excuse me. So I will take either a topical or a sublingual, not take a topical, I'll take, a, I'll take it orally or, or uh, sublingually, but then I'll also use a topical. So for the last three months, I'm in what I call a pain event. And so for the last three months, my, my shoulder still has I'm having problems. So I have a, a heavy duty, a high potent CBD cream that I put on the outside.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And then I take, I take it sublingually and, and I get hours of, oh. of pain relief. I might have a tiny ache, but a lot of times my life spent in front of a computer. Yeah. And I will go hours and recognize, oh, I didn't feel anything wow, and that's the beautiful thing about c b d is if you fight fight the war on multiple fronts then you're you're getting c b d like locally at the area of pain, and then you're fighting it on from the inside where it's working through the endocannabinoid system, and it's working together mm. Mm-hmm. So that's another method. What other methods? That, let me let me grab my book and see what, else, what I might have I might have missed.
0: As you're right. doing that, I'm going to expand on topicals a second. You might yes. have really saved my mom some serious pain issues with her with her bad knee. She, and I feel, I feel stupid because I didn't ever think of CBD topicals, mm-hmm. but but she'll, she'll go buy this CBD oil and I told her to go check the city of it and I just found out today she never looked it up, but she didn't know you could do topicals. And so she got your book and she's, oh my gosh, what are they? Which is actually what the chapter is and and she's so i could rub this on my knees i'm like yeah if we get you some cream and stuff we yeah you it should help and absolutely. she's like i didn't know you could do that And i'm like god i feel so stupid i, I kind of knew that but i didn't really yeah. know i don't know i, I take
1: it not up. only that <clears throat> it doesn't even have to be a topical you can take cbd oil
0: and really... rub it into
1: your skin oh, wow. as well wow. absolutely there there is there are people that put it in their ears there are people that use it in their belly button. I, I don't know about those two delivery methods. I can't speak to those because I haven't tried and I haven't really researched that. But you can use CBD oil as a topical. And, and then, okay, so here's another method. Not everybody is into smoking. You, can, you yeah. can vape. That's one way. If you Especially if you're a beginner using vapes, it, it can be pretty hard on the lungs. If you take a huge hit and it's staying and you're going to cough a little bit you're going to feel the effects immediately. You're going to like, wow, okay. Woo. The other way is you can also smoke what's called the flower. You've got the cannabis plant, which has THC, and then you have the hemp plant, which is CBD. Mm-hmm. And they both grow flower or buds. We, from, from back from my cannabis days, and we used to hey, let's go smoke some bud, right? You get these big buds. After they've cured and dried out, you can smoke them. You can roll them into cigarettes. You can roll them. And if you do it as a cigarette, you, you can measure it. So if you have a cigarette, you might say, okay, let me, we'll smoke a quarter. And you'll know within 30 minutes how things are impacting you. And then you also mentioned edibles. That's the seventh way. Now, the thing about edibles is you really need a, a higher dose or a higher quality edible because the liver really does take a whole lot of it out. You know? Oh, really? So it, yeah.
0: So I'm going to start... Putting mine in, in with the suppository, then.
1: <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> so those are really the the ways that I focused on on taking them, and and I I don't really use the suppositories because I find what I need, but I don't rule that out because now for some women, now let me mention this. I didn't really talk about PMS for women. There are some manufacturers that are manufacturing suppositories specifically for use in the vagina. Wow. And for the PMS pain, it, it impacts a lot yeah, and it really helps. So for ladies, if you're having that issue, you can take oil, it will help, but you can also take suppositories yeah, rectally or vaginally.
0: The nice thing about uh, taking the, the suppository or the, the CBD orally instead of by suppositories, it just tastes better.
1: I don't know. I, I have a hard time getting over the taste of oil, but now I I will say this though, recently within the last probably seven or eight months, I got turned on to nano CBD Hmm. and I, I'm now connected with a a doc. He's not a doctor, but he is a scientist and he's the one who made the breakthrough with nanotechnology with CBD like 20 some years ago. And now he's one of the most sought after people to come up with all kinds of formulations for using CBD with nanotechnology. And the first time I was turned on to his product was through one of his vendors. And normally a lot of people send me product. And I find it. I'll say something. If I don't like it, I don't say anything. When this guy sent me a, a bottle of his product, I tried I recognized immediately. One oil is very thick, right? Nano is very thin. And so when you're taking CBD, you've got your little dropper, your little your drop with your vial, you mm-hmm. take that little thing with nano, you only need a few drops. Mm. And it's a huge difference in 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 the quality of the product. Because what happens is, let's say, let me see, what do I have on my desk here? Okay, so let's say this is regular CBD oil Mm -hmm. and maybe this is nano, right? And so this has to fit through those tiny little holes in in the body, in your digestive system. Whereas this is really tiny. And it slips right in like it's nothing. Or it's like trying to fit a basketball through a chain link fence mm. as opposed to a, a tennis ball. Tennis That's ball will fit right through. Basketball, you're having to force it until you find a place for it to fit through. Yeah. So nanotechnology and CBD is just incredibly powerful. And you can still take it and rub it on your skin.
0: That's pretty amazing. Is it is it a bit of concentrated too, or is it just it's just smaller so it can get in? It's
1: it's highly concentrated, but because the particles are so tiny mm-hmm. that you only need a little bit because they yeah. penetrate and and they have the impact almost immediately. There you go. There and you go. when I got turned on to mm-hmm. this guy's product, I, I recognized immediately. I uh, normally I'll speak for a minute or two and say I, I tried this product, it was really well. I, I found some relief for my pain. I rant it for five minutes before I oh. realized what I was doing, and I gave him the video because it was so good.
0: Wow, is this on YouTube? Do you want to plug that?
1: It is on YouTube. I do, it's I'm the CBD writer. Look for the CBD writer on okay. YouTube, and and you'll you'll find it. If you're referring to the the person, it's Hulliger Technologies. Mm-hmm. He's uh, the scientist who really made the breakthrough and he he's got a variety of products he's got doctors now that are using his product with protocols to fight cancer and i just the last couple of weeks i've been interviewing the people he's been who have been using his 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 medications through an actual md and the protocols that they set up and every person that i've spoken to can't say enough about his product because they're just it's it's so different from most of the stuff that you find in the market today.
0: Yeah. One thing I'd like to talk about, and this is important <clears throat> in your chapter 4 testing Yes. Have some different things that you show on certificates to look for. This is over the years. We've had several different people like yourself on that are professionals in the industry. And this is something I was surprised to learn about. I was like, wait, there's certificates and there's a lot of fake uh, CBD. Let's talk a little bit about that. So check
1: this out. JAMA, the Journal of American Medical Association published a study that was done by two big university hospitals. And I can't think of their name. I'm I'm sorry, I can't think of their name. It's in the book. But basically, they took 81, 82, 83 products off the shelf from about 31 manufacturers. And they tested all of the products. They discovered that about a third of the products were actually properly labeled. They found like 40% were underlabeled. And about another 20-some-odd percent were over-labeled, meaning if it said it had 25 milligrams of CBD in it, it really had probably 30 or 40 or 50 milligrams of CBD in it. And on on the under-labeled, if it said it had 50 milligrams in it, it probably had 20 milligrams or 10 milligrams. Mm -hmm. And so they discovered that there's a lot of product out there that's just bogus. Mm. And you know there are some companies out there that will even make a bogus testing uh, sheet or a COA or certificate oh, wow. of analysis. Wow. So uh, you really have to pay attention to what you're buying. And so in the book, I, I came up with a CBD buyer's checklist oh. and it covers the actual product. It covers the person's website and it covers testing. Mm-hmm. And so if you take that checklist Chances are high you're going to find a really good CBD product because you're going to rule out a lot of the bad stuff. Okay. And I, I put in the check marks what is mandatory, and if it doesn't have that check mark and you find that product, don't buy it. Okay. So that's, it's really important. Now, the testing is really important. Legitimate companies will use a third party, not in-house. And here's my thing about companies that use (laughs) in-house testing. See, if you have in-house testing, you can doctor the results Mm -hmm. and you can say whatever you want. Yeah. But a legitimate company will will let a third-party company come in, test the product, and then they will take those results and they'll publish the results on their website along with their product Mm -hmm. because they don't have anything to hide. They're trying to help people find healing for whatever their their malady or issue is. Mm-hmm. So if you go and you buy a product at at Joe's gas station on Route uh, 66, you have no clue what you're getting. Yeah. But that snake oil salesman, he already made his money before you bought it because the gas station purchased it. Now the yeah. gas station, he wants to make his money back and make a profit. I don't have a problem with a profit, but I have a problem with the snake oil salesman giving you bad quality medicine.
0: And I think I read, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think there was some coming from China that had fentanyl in it instead of CBD or something.
1: I did hear that story. I didn't follow up on it, but yeah, there there are stuff coming. There is medications coming from other countries that people try to smuggle in. And they put all kinds of stuff in it. Yeah. there there is, uh, I think is it consumer labs? I think it's consumer labs. It's uh, in New York. The fantastic doctor that runs that lab. He tests all kinds of products and then publishes the results. He found in some of his research, research that there are some products that have only as little as two percent CBD mm-hmm. in those products. Wow. And that's also bad. Fentanyl is not good. And low-quality CBD
0: is not good. Yeah, buying gas station CBD oil is probably the same as buying, like, gas station sushi.
1: Yes, exactly. Because <laughs> <clears throat> you don't know what you're
0: getting or how long. You don't long know you're what you're day. getting, but you might have a trip to the hospital later. The that, that That's important. I was really shocked to find that in CBD oil. Out, and it's really freaking expensive. One thing I want to ask you, it, it sounds like you've tried both in your youth. Have you found that pot is better? Like I'm talking like real THC pot than CBD? Does it depend on whether it's legal in your state and you have access to it? Or have you tried both and, and, and decided one's maybe better? Or is it so, just the legalities of it that are the issue?
1: Let me put it to you this way. So there, about 30 years, no, not three years ago, about I was at five, six, seven years ago. I'm not sure how long ago it was. One of the university, medical universities in Israel discovered what is called the entourage effect. So what the entourage effect is, is taking CBD and other cannabinoids and terpenes and mixing them together to have a synergistic effect. But the entourage effect happens when you take some THC and you add it to the picture. Mm -hmm. So think of CBD as a Molotov cocktail, right? You've got your gas, you light it, you throw it, poof. And then as soon as the gas burns off, it's out now think of of thc as a stick of dynamite oh. now we take that stick of dynamite and we add it to that molotov cocktail then what happens you've got something incredible it just it you've got major explosion so for me i don't use the word pot or marijuana because they're slang terms no. so i call it the, i call it cannabis because that's what the plant is so when you take cannabis and mix it with hemp, or you, you mix the, cannab- the, the, the cannabinoid compounds together, the synergistic effect is powerful and has a greater influence over the pain and the inflammation in your body. And when it comes to cannabis, cannabis now, when I was a kid, we would get, generally was indica but sometimes you'd get what's called sativa, which is keeps you up. It's like uh, taking an upper, right? <clears throat> yeah. Uh, indica is like, hey man, I'm teaching John. And then you have a hybrid where you have the two that are mixed together. Today, you've got so many strains and people are creating these new strains of cannabis. I, I, I didn't find relief from at least using indica when I was younger but I wasn't trying to use it for pain, so I wasn't aware. Now that I'm aware, I do prefer a CBD product that has a tiny bit of THC in it because the influence on your body is stronger. And no, you're not taking enough to to get high. And so uh, researchers and manufacturers, what they do is they will take a, a product and they'll do like an oil and they'll have 30 drops of CBD to one drop of THC. So you have these mixtures, you might have a one-to-one, one drop of CBD to one drop of THC. That's a, str- that's a potent combination. And you have these various combinations and through your own testing, you find what works best for you. So you might, if you use a THC-based CBD oil, and if, let's say you're using a, a 10 to one, a, a 10 CBD drops to one drop of THC, you might find that works perfect. Someone else might find that they need a one-to-one, a one drop of CBD to one drop of THC has a greater influence on reducing their pain. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I I do find that THC does help, but when you're taking as like that, you're going to have to drink a whole lot to try and feel that, ooh, I caught me a buzz. It it doesn't work that way. Mm. But now smoking cannabis does, it will it it calms you, it relaxes you, it it gives your muscles a a relief, so you can kind of like, ah, and that does help reduce the pain signals going from that part to your brain.
0: That's a that's a that that makes sense. And plus, I just realized too, you can't drive a car while you're high on high on the nice. THC stuff and I have to be careful. I I usually microdose it if I'm in pain, like a back pain mm-hmm. or a knee pain or just my brain's being stupid. And so I'll microdose it and I'll take like 2.5, I'll eat like half mm-hmm. of the little gummy mm-hmm. and that will usually help with the pain, get under control, but I can still function, do my work and stuff. I wouldn't yes. want to drive a car, but yeah. I can sit here on my computer and, and stuff. I'll get the giggles if I go to five or 10 uh, milligrams or grams or whatever it is. But yeah, you're right. With CBD, you can rub it on and you don't have that whole you're like, we're going. All right. So that makes sense because you can, you can use it through your day because there's sometimes if I, if I dose too much in the micro dose, then I'm like, I got to go crawl in a ball and take a nap for sure, which sometimes is fun. But yeah, I can see the big difference. What else have we covered in your book that you want to touch on?
1: What else is there that we haven't talked about?
0: We got a lot of good stuff. We talked, I think, a little bit about overdosing. Being it's, is, is CBD pretty safe? Maybe that's a question people that have never tried it might like.
1: CBD is safe if it's your first time. the 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 adage is go slow because Mm -hmm. CBD is not a one size fit all. So Mm -hmm. if we think of CBD as milligrams, right? So 25 milligrams for me might be perfect, but for you, it might not be enough. So because it's not a one size fit all, you have to figure out what works for you. So in the book, I give you two methods for figuring out your dosage. The, the second method that I, that I cover is starting off with 5 to 10 milligrams, and you take that for about a week to see how, how it impacts your body and it gets your body used to it. And if you, if you feel some relief, that's great. Then what you do is you begin to slowly bump it up, okay? The other method is starting off with a higher dosage based on weight. And that might be one to six milligrams per pound of weight that you have. So I have that little scale inside the book that helps people figure that. So that's two methods that you can use to figure out what your dosage is. And the best way to figure it to really know if it's working for pain is a reduction in pain. So if you're not finding relief from pain, then it's okay to up the dosage. Now, for for people who have seizure disorders, epi, epidolics, I think, is the only CBD-approved medication that's on the market. To take that, you're taking 1,500 milligrams at a time. That's a whole lot of CBD and CBD oil. And, and they do it multiple times. But look what it does to that person. it It cuts down all of those seizures from hundreds of times a day to maybe a couple of times a week, it has a huge impact. Mm -hmm. One of the other things that, that people always say to me when I'm talking with people is they say, oh, I tried it and and it didn't work. And I said, okay, what did you use? How long did you use it for? Mm -hmm. I took it one time and I didn't feel anything. Okay. That's your problem. So let me give you this illustration. I, I want you to see a general. He's sitting over the battlefield and he's looking at the war. And he notices that on his west flank that the enemy has penetrated. And so being the wise general that he is, what does he do? He sends a a platoon of soldiers over to that west flank. And during the battle, some are killed, some are wounded, some run out of ammunition, and some run away. The next day, The general looking over the the field sees, okay, I've got more men over there today than I did yesterday. So he sends another platoon of of soldiers over there. And during that battle, some are killed, some are wounded, some run out of ammunition, and some run away. After about a week, he, he notices that, okay, the enemy is no longer penetrating my area, and now I've got the enemy on the run. The reason why I bring up that story is because researchers say that you need to take CBD for about a week for the effects to build up and for you to feel it. Mm. So every day that you're taking your CBD, you are sending fresh troops onto your personal battlefield. And after about a week's time, researchers say that enough of the buildup has occurred that now it has a stronger impact on your body. So for those who take it once or twice and say, eh, didn't work, it's because they're not using it properly and they're not giving it the opportunity to actually impact their body, to build up in their body and then have a strong impact to fight that war, fight that battle and reduce the inflammation in your body.
0: Mm. That's really important to have. I've, I've often wondered that because my mom, you know, she like she's tried my edibles and she's like, I took one, it didn't work. And I'm like, I think you might have to take it a couple more times. I remember the first time I started taking edibles, it took me like like the first couple, I was like, this doesn't do anything. This, they, they're they nice. They're tasty. And then I think it took like two or three days to really get the kick in effect. And then I was like, okay, this is a, but I can literally feel like I'm pain. Like I'll, a lot of times I'll have stomach or bowel pain. Something's twisted up. Something's not happy in there. It's probably that burrito from Taco Bell and, or my back. And I can literally take the edible and like within a couple of hours, like I can feel The muscle just going, okay, yeah, we're not gonna, we're just gonna release, and it's just, it's almost, it almost feels like popping, but it's not. But you just, you just feel like it's a release. Oh, that, there's that release. It's kind of like when you get a massage and they they hit that one point, or a chiropractor hits that one point, and your muscles go, and and you're just like, oh man, that's where that's where it all was right there. So there you go.
1: your edibles, are, are those CBD edibles or are those? No,
0: they're THC. They're the real edibles. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Vegas, baby. It,
1: t- it takes a while to process.
0: It um, does. I, I, I tried smoking with my friends over the years and, and I just cannot get it done. And I hate the, the coughing. So this is fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Somebody stabbed me in the chest. That's what a riot, man. Let's do more of this. For some reason, I just never have been good about getting into my lungs. Maybe not. They're like, you don't smoke it right. I'm like, I'm like, dude, seriously, just give me like, but the edibles, Hey baby, those find oh. their way into the system somehow. But yeah, I, they were for me, but I can see how CBD would work better, especially if I had to go to work and do things and drive cars and stuff. I, I certainly couldn't do that if I was right. using the THC. And,
1: and the important thing is, is to take it regularly. So there, there's, there's four types of pain. You've got acute a pain, which is brought on suddenly, like maybe from a, a car accident. And generally that, that type of pain lasts six weeks, eight weeks, 12 weeks. In that case, you would use your CBD for that period of time. And then after that, you, you don't really need to continue using it because your body is healed. Hmm. The next one is is chronic pain, which lasts a whole lot longer. And then the CDC has another part of that, they call it high impact chronic pain. So chronic pain lasts and lasts for long years, but high impact chronic pain is the kind that prevents you from participating in life. It keeps you in bed. It keeps you seated. It keeps you uh, immobile. And then the fourth kind of pain is called CRPS pain, chronic regional pain syndrome. And the only way I can explain that kind of pain to you is, is we've seen the pictures of of baseball pitches, right? After a game, they're sitting, in, they're sitting in the chair and they've got their elbow dipped in this great big three gallon can of ice to, to ice down their arm, to heal their arm. For CRPS, we're gonna flip that script and instead of having ice in that bucket, we're gonna have gasoline and it's gonna be lit. And you've got an entire limb submerged in that bucket and the problem is it doesn't go away it lasts for a lifetime Mm -hmm. and there's no relief from that. And some people have gone as far as amputating a limb because of that. And there have been others who the pain has been so bad that they end up taking their life, unfortunately. So those are like the four major pain types. Mm -hmm. And so CRPS on the McGill pain scale, generally we use a pain scale from one to 10. Mm -hmm. But the McGill pain scale that was developed in the seventies goes from one to 50. Mm -hmm. And now birth, a childbirth is about a 35 CRPS is about a 45.
0: Holy crap.
1: And, and and there's no relief. Mm -hmm. And so a lot of them that end up using cannabis, they, they use strong stuff and, and they're, they're not just taking edibles they're they're smoking they're using topicals it's got mm-hmm. a high potency of thc in it because that's the only way they can find relief
2: mm-hmm. there you so go so
1: it's it's an, it those are two amazing plants there our you. brain manufactures these these cannabinoids thus we have the endocannabinoid system these internal and endogenous chemicals and then there are two plants on the earth that have Similar cannabinoid chemicals or compounds that that are similar to what our brain
0: releases,
1: but they're illegal.
0: Yeah, in many states.
1: Yeah, and, and my theory, you know, I think why we have so much illness today, more than we did uh, 100 years ago, is because when we had colds and, and other illnesses, we had a cannabis medicine that people used that fed that endocannabinoid system. So we naturally had that plant, that plant medicine, throughout our whole lives. And then seventy years ago it became illegal. And then in the seventies they said, no, no more of that. We're gonna we're gonna throw you in jail for having it and all that good stuff. And yet now, because that plant medicine is no longer used in the human body, we have a a, a cannabinoid deficiency, is what I say. That's my theory anyway.
0: I believe in it because it, it really makes a difference. As we go out, any last uh, things you want to plug on the book?
1: Not that I can think of. If we don't want to give away the, the
0: whole book away. We want them to read it. And buy
1: absolutely. It. Absolutely. On. But I'll tell you what. If you want, I do give away the checklist for free ah. and the six reasons why CBD doesn't work. So if you've been trying it and you're struggling, you're not finding why it's not working, I've got a, a, an article from inside the book along with my checklist. They can go to my website. There's nothing for sale. Once they sign up to get that, they'll, they'll get other emails from like Dr. Uh, Knox and, and stuff like that. But there's nothing for sale, but it's at thecbdwriter.com. It's free and there's nothing for sale, but a ton of information that you can use to help your life and find some relief from pain.
0: There you guys go, relief from pain. It's so important, especially when you get older. Oh my God, everything just breaks down. I had an arm fall off the other day. I had to just stitch it back on with some masking tape and and uh, duct tape. Duct tape was amazing.
1: It was even better.
0: Yeah, there you go. You just put on. There was a gal the other day who's that went yes. viral. She gorilla. She re- gorilla glued her gorilla hair.
1: glue spray, not meant for the hair. And now she wants to suit. I saw that story. She's Perfect. saving
0: a lot in haircut, uh, hair salon costs, though. But I don't think I think she's permanently going to have that for a couple of years. Maybe Those,
1: they, they they finally she went to a doctor. They they did finally get it wow. out of her hair. She, she lost a lot of hair, too.
0: Yeah, that stuff. That's awful, man. So, guys, we've been talking with David Anthony Schrader, Seven Ways to Manage Your Pain with CBD, the Total Newbies Guide to Understanding CBD Basics, Combating Pain, Using It in Multiple Forms, Finding a Better Quality of Life Apart from Opioid. Op- Why do I have a problem with opioid? Like I just cannot say opioid. I just got to think of opi from... Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think we yourself. just... I think we just dated ourselves right there, didn't we? Like the millennials right now are going, what the hell are these guys talking about?
1: The Andy Griffith Show.
0: Yeah. There you go. That was a great Opie. Who who names a kid Opie anymore? Seriously, have you ever met an Opie? I don't know. That's, I don't oh. know why I'm doing that. So anyway, guys, be sure to check out the book, Seven Ways to Manage Your Pain with CBD. I, I definitely approve of it. My mom loved the book. In fact, she demanded it back. I was mentioning that in the pre-show. She's like, she read the book for me, and she's like, I want it back when I'm done. I got to finish. I got I got more stuff to airmark. So you have a fan there. Guys, check out the book. Order it up. Give us your plugs, or people can look it up on the interwebs and order the book, David, one last time.
1: Absolutely. it's uh, They can buy it from my website, thecbdwriter.com. They can also purchase it from amazon.com, barnesandnoble.com, walmart.com, Kobo, and there are some other places out there that they can get it.
0: There you go, guys. Check it out. Be sure to watch the video version of this. Thank you, David, for spending some time with us today. Absolutely. Thank you thank you go to youtube.com if you want to watch the uh, glorious video of the most hottest guys on the planet me and david having this discussion youtube.com for just chris voss you can go see all the wonderful groups and everything there on the linkedin the uh facebook and the insta as the kids like to call it you'll see the live version of this video pre-recorded sent over there and all that good stuff so watch for those like the video Order up David's book and go to his website and all that good stuff. Thanks for tuning in. Wear your mask. Stay safe. We'll see you next time.